The following is another Halloween spec, spec, spook, fail-tacular. Aries! Jesus. Here's your trick. You're gonna get you're gonna get us canceled through your show. You don't even listen to the show. I mean, when I told you I've never listened to your podcast, I really haven't. Maybe if you did, you'd know how Eris operates. Uh-huh. She flies off the handle at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when she has gotten her point across, she still keeps hammering it in. Hey party peckers. Some weak ass decorations you got here. The week the week of Halloween, uh getting a little spooky. So, where are all the guests? I was hoping to get the spooky campfire stories going. You know, I've never been on the show and I don't know anything about the show, and the host is not helping me whatsoever. Maybe they're just trying to perfect their costumes before they go back to baby. You go back to baby? That's a common saying. Look it up! It's really not. So! Jake, <laughs> thanks for letting us use your place to host the party. We'd use the happy cave, but Eris collapsed it with her reckless jackhammering. Eat me. Is there any chance of getting out, or are you just stuck in it for eternity? It's just for one night. Then I'm in, I'm in the time loop then. Nope, no time loop. Just a, just a night. I would like to know Iris's answer to that particular question. So would you please ask Iris if she could relive life every day as a robot lamp or if she could start over as just a normal lamp, aware that she's going to be enslaved by this host of the show that she's currently on. She's not a slave. She's a demon (laughs) I summoned to inhabit the robot body. Yeah, I would imagine that demon would much rather be in hell than on your your podcast show. Damn straight. If the demon wanted to be in hell, she would have stayed there. It's not like if she gets summoned, she's like, oh, I, she's not like a claw machine. Who asked you? You ever you ever think in those horror movies that the demon the demon possesses the person and they get in that person and they're like, ah, oh, shit. I would assume so. Like, what if you just possessed like um uh Michael Moore? Yeah, at least you're not the demon that possessed a herd of pigs. All those pigs immediately proceeded to run off a cliff. Ah, yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the it's the demon known as Legion. I remember Legion. He's a chode. And he gets cast out into a herd of pigs and they all run off a cliff. Hog to ground, yeah, dude. Ground hog day. This is major hog to ground control. <laughs> <laughs> Wild hog 
Apaches get chased by Ray Liotta for eternity. When you possess a pack of wild hogs, Ray Liotta just hunts you down for the rest of your life. You get chased down by Ray Liotta and John C. McGinley. Look at me and Jake accidentally bringing movie podcast content into your... <laughs> Tim Allen even went, when you when he heard that. Would you like me to prepare the snacks now? Snacks from Garth. Uh, I don't know. Jake, what do you think? Chicken tenders. Incel. What? LOL. My tindies. I want Garth to bring me some tindies, my lady. I... Since this is a Halloween episode and it's a Halloween spirit, why don't we just do like some uh, like Reese's Pumps? It's little Reese's Pumpkins or like some Twix or something. Halloween themed. Right away. If they're not Halloween themed, Garth, I send them back. Back? Like back to the fringe? I'll say it again. Garth, if they're not Halloween themed. I'll send them back. Okay. Back to baby. <laughs> Shut up. Hello. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Steve. I'm Tom. I'm Ash. Brett. And uh, yeah, and collectively we're Idle Bones. Welcome to the party. Got any good ghost stories? Oh man, yeah. yeah we've we'll be next door. Next yeah, we've got some acoustic stuff. Ghost story. Yeah. I know we well. We know future ghost stories that we're going to be yeah. staying in a vicarage, which is haunted next door, and it's an old church. You figure? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. We're going to take a Ouija board with us and uh, see what happens. Don't tell the vicar. <laughs> yeah, don't tell the vicar. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't really prepare for this because obviously the hours we were, yeah, it's been a bit chaotic. Oh come on, you got something? <laughs> Sorry, huh? huh? You do have something, don't you? Oh, we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna do this. Yeah. Oh man. No, next season. That's good. Jerks. It's going to involve priests, children, and yeah, other stuff. Hell yes. Um, so, what is, yeah. it was a dark and stormy night. Great start. <laughs> Keep it going. It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. Rain was the last one. You know, we say something expensive, so I better keep my mouth shut. Rain was lashing at the windows. No one could see anything apart from the nurse who was in the corner of a studio it's flats in, in Plymouth. <laughs> she was very upset because she forgot to do her shopping that day. And she was more pissed off that she'd been spit roasted by two people she didn't like. So she put her jacket on and she went out for a walk through the woods. <laughs> and then she realised she doesn't have any legs. So they walk with more of a stuff. She was pretty good at bowling, so she bowled down to the city centre. And ended up in rehab. Lurking in the shadows was an evil man with a knife. An eye on a red. He's distracting me, I had a really good line for him. When she oh, are you frozen or are you just in shock? I am just trying to wrap my head around what you're talking about. <laughs> so in this lake of woods in darkness with a woman with no legs, she realized that she was living someone else's past life when she saw the guy with the knife staring at her. It wasn't really a knife though. It's a very sharp baguette. Was it a poison baguette? Yeah. The moral of the story is, don't always trust a person with a knife or a baguette. And if you have no legs, try not to walk.
I mean, unless you've got something to replace. So, yeah, I, I think we need to sort of like go and do one. We can't pick another one. Hey, everyone. I brought some fresh Halloween baguettes. God! <laughs> a baguette is not a Halloween snack. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a good uh, kind of getting them down, and we got there. That's the idea. I don't know. Maybe it just moved too fast for me. We were like that anyway. We fast songs, slow songs, but mainly all about horror. But... Great! Maybe you can play us a Halloween horror tune. <laughs> we have an acoustic setup right over here. the story of how I came to be a psychic and that's a horror story and I could just make some playing it. <laughs> uh, okay, turn your camera off. I gotta be in my zone. Not to be a diva or anything. Camera? That's Iris, the robot assistant. The only way to make that relatable is it is as if you are born with a radio inside your head. You're given a physical vessel and you are given a radio in your head. Who even is this? Don't move and she won't move. WTF. I'm not a T-Rex. Holy crap, this is real. No, I'm a cartoon. What's your zodiac sign? Hellhound. Do you ever hear your name being called when no one else is around? Not possible. The goofy ass host is always around and he's always yelling my name. Okay, enough small talk. Let's get to the juicy story. Now, where should I start this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a little story about how the past week 
has really gone for me. You know what? Let me take you back two years ago. Let me tell you. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let me tell you a story about what happened to me two years ago for the week of Halloween. Every, something always happens on the week of Halloween. Something always happens leading up to the week of Halloween every single year for me. Call it a, call it a festive thing or whatever. So let me tell you what typically happens. So the story goes, right, the old folk tales, the story goes that in the month of October, the veil is the thinnest that it's ever been. And what I mean by the veil is, is the spiritual veil between the physical realm and the spiritual realm, okay? And every day leading up until November 1st, the veil gets thinner and thinner and thinner. So the week leading up to Halloween is typically a week where most of us experience a little sign or symptom of what our natural intuitive abilities are, right? Right, so this week, I'm gonna tell you my story from a couple years ago. So let me just take you on back to the Monday of 2018, okay? Um, leading up until, leading up until Halloween. Halloween, okay. So, starting in the week, it really wasn't a whole lot. Typical stuff, you think someone's calling your name. Kato, and then I look and I go find somebody. I drop my laundry that I'm already folding and I walk out and I'm looking in the bathroom, looking down the hallway, I'm looking in the living room. Nobody's even home, but yet I heard someone call my name. And surely it happens two or three more times throughout the day. Don't call me Shirley. And I chalk it all up to being the week of Halloween, right? Well, you know what? In 2018, they ended up getting me on a Wednesday with my clairvoyant ability. Now, let me explain that to you. One night, completely unsuspecting, it was a, it was a couple of days before Halloween. I thought I had some time, but it came a little early this year. And, and what happened was, and I was, I was minding my own, um, getting ready for bed. I was brushing my teeth, okay? I went and tucked myself in. I read a little book. I turned the light off. It was about what? Almost, I'd say about midnight. It was a pretty late night, a little self-care, okay? So it was a pretty late night. And just as I was going to bed, I flicked the lamp off. I pulled those covers over my shoulder and I gaze around my room one last time. Before I fall asleep, but something catches my eye. Okay, so I have to open up my eyes. Oh, just super heavy. I was so ready for sleep. Anywho, and I open up my eyes and and I just had to double check. I just had to double sweep what was going on. Something just tells me like something isn't right. Okay, hmm, okay. So I'm sweeping my room, right? Get to my closet. All of a sudden, I thought I saw somebody standing in my closet. So what I did was I didn't panic, but I fixated. I just, I just stared at that one particular spot and I didn't let it go. I wasn't going to let it leave. And, and of course, once I, I focused in on it, I'm, I'm basically blind without my glasses. I probably should have mention that but once I focused in on it of course it was just my navy blue t-shirt hanging up in my closet and I thought it was a person and like all of a sudden the shirt takes form and but you know talk yourself out of it definitely didn't happen totally fine you know a couple deep breaths maybe take a sip of water and oh, oh, 
once again, those covers went right over my shoulder. Take a quick scan out of habit, and there it was again. I thought that my t-shirt, my navy blue t-shirt had taken form. I thought the, the chest was full and the arms were moving, and, and maybe there was a body pivoting out, but by the time that I focused, there it was, just my just my t-shirt in the closet. Enough of this, enough of this. I had to get up. I went to the bathroom, I grabbed, you know, took a little melatonin gummy. I'm like, I just need to sleep. I'm so, I can't do Halloween week. It's a lot, it's a lot. And I go back to sleep. And the next thing that I remember is maybe something fell in my room, but I kind of brushed it off. I went back to sleep. And as I was waking up, at least I thought I was waking up, um, I, I opened my eyes. I looked at the clock and it said three o'clock in the morning and it was just this surreal feeling and and I thought to myself you know I just need to go back to bed but all of a sudden there was that gray shirt in my closet but it wasn't a gray shirt it was a man baby and he walks over to the side of my bed and I'm not responding I, I'm terrified but my body is not moving and it's real and he's there and the two worlds are meeting right in front of me and my heart feels like it's gonna pound right out of my chest and the next thing I know I wake up and it's a beautiful beautiful sunshiny day and off I go happy Thursday well fantastic Oh, look! <laughs> it's Wellington from Zumbi Holocausto. <laughs> hey, he's taking up the acoustic stage. Everyone, be quiet! Não produzir 
trolls and aliens and unicorns? Oh my indeed. Although the movies of today are great, the gems of the silver screen lay in the past. Does the comedic review and first time viewing of movies of the past sound good to you? Then yesteryear is right up your alley. Join me, James, and my co-host Beth as we journey through the movies that have paved the way through the years. With quick wit and hilarious banter, yesteryear is sure to entertain. So grab your favorite movie time snack and head on over to yesteryear. And as they say, we'll see you at the movies. They say I'm disturbed. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of mysteries, conspiracies, the unusual and the unexplained. Do we have a laser thermometer to figure out if Admiral Byrd is here? I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71.1, 71.2, Admiral Byrd is here. With John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Yeah. Join them each week as they clarify conspiracies. I'm a Stuart Swerdlow. I promise I am human and I do human things. <laughs> Explore enigmas. It's all about ley lines and you'd understand that if I could explain it to you. And probe the paranormal. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will when you. they're good. Tune in each week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the truth is out there. But you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Hey, Jesse Lennon is up next. <laughs> Everyone, sh- shut up. Rude. Can you feel that? Hot breath from the back of your neck. Creatures creeping close around the black. Covered in muck and my shrouded in shame. They'll run their mouths full of your name. But here I welcome their fortune.
Sorry's calling it a stage, but it's really just a sheet spread out on the floor. Yeah, you're gonna have a bunch of different people on there at once, right? Who knows? Who cares? They will all be in hell soon anyway. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's fine, man. A lot of people do that. So what's your deal with Boris? You guys buddies or something? I'm gonna tell you, but you can't tell anybody. You hate his guts too, don't you? Yeah. I knew it. Nobody likes him. Yeah, he's a guy. He's... He's a person. He's such a loser. Oh, well, he was no secret. Everyone figured out he was a fucking jackass. Like, he's always been a fucking little bit of a piece of work. Never talked to me through this whole deal. Didn't ask me for my ID. Took my friend to jail and just left his car with me. Oh, here he comes. Hey, Santa! <laughs> you ready? So what do you want me to do? What are we doing? We just... Oh, well, you're gonna hold the ceremonial fox head so you can tell a story. But why? I don't want the fox head. Quit putting this fox head in my lap, pal. I'm gonna lock you up. What the hell? He just has this fox just crusted with saliva in this. Idiot. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were two hunters that went to the woods, and they figured that they should split up to cover more ground and hopefully hunt more deer, and recounted their steps and met in the same spot. The first hunter asks the second hunter, How did it go for you? And he said it went terrible. I fell down a ravine into a bear's nest and barely escaped with my life. I ran almost the entire time that we weren't together until I finally lost the bear's trail and made it to here. The first man says, Wow, that was terrible. Why didn't you just shoot the bear? And the other man said, Because my gun fell in water. And he goes, Oh, that makes perfect sense. So the second hunter asks the first hunter, Well, how did it go for you? You seem pretty unscathed. And the first hunter says, Oh, well, I had stumbled upon some railroad tracks, old and forgotten in the woods, and I followed them. And I had discovered a woman tied to the tracks and I untied her and she was so grateful that she had sex with me and the second hunter says wow that's way better than what happened to me and he says I know the second hunter then asked the first hunter well did you perhaps get any head while you were there and the first hunter replies no she did not have one ah Okay, that was the story. Cool. So, uh, uh, you know, you might be more comfortable playing a song instead of storytelling. Yeah. We have the stage set up for you right over here. Why don't you give it a go? Yeah, okay. Save 
Duke, have you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? No. What's that? Dude, have you ever heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? Dude, have you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? Have you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? Have you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge, Muscle Dude, have you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? Dude, you never heard of the Bunny Man Bridge? Oh, holy shit. Just tell him about the bridge and let's move on. Well, back in the 70s, some kids were out by this bridge in Clifton, right? Parked near this bridge, uh underpass looking thing looking to bang i guess guy and a girl obviously anyway they park and before they can even turn off the car wake me up before you go go don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo window shackers crazy dress like a bunny full bunny suit ears and all standing there hatchet in hand gets smashed out their window warns them to leave and never come back they haul ass out of there right Tell the cops, the psycho threw the hatchet at them or something because they had it with them. Cops never found anything. They'd find corpses out there every year after that. That's crazy. That was Halloween night. If you go out there on Halloween, the bunny man comes out there and tries to chop you up. No, we're not going out there. Oh, we're going out there. Got it. It's awesome. (sighs) Fine. We'll go. Hey, Eric's. Where did Ethan and Jake go? Bunny Man Bridge or whatever. Bunny Man Bridge? What's that? Dude, have you never heard of them? I swear to God, the next person to say it gets cut. So we drove all the way out here. Now what? We walked to the bridge. <sighs> Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> Bunny Man Bridge. Hippity hoppity, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm the Bunny Man. Back that thing up. I'll shoot you. Swear to God. <laughs> Do it! I want to die! Call the police! What are you crying about, you big sissy loser? What are you crying about? You cried about You can leave! But you've already been cursed. Now I can die. <laughs> and you will become the bunny man. You're next. They found another corpse this year. Eaten. It hasn't happened in maybe six years. The bunny man must be gone. You're next. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Oh, that's it. For another annual Halloween spec spec spook fantacular. <laughs> Special thanks to all of our guests, Idle Bones. Go check out their new stuff on YouTube and Spotify. Zombie Holocaustum. <laughs> thanks for the special acoustic version of Frankenstein. I love it. Jessalyn with the song Stitched Lips. Ow. Go find her on Bandcamp. Buy a song or 20. Kato the media. <laughs> Find her on Facebook and Instagram. Buy a private session and be prepared to get hit right in the feels. David Phantom of Evelyn's Caskets with a nice acoustic version of Pumpkinhead. Oh, there's some exciting new things happening there. Check them out on YouTube and Bandcamp. 
Oh, and Ethan Wilson and Jake Spencer of the Have You Seen This podcast. <laughs> have, you, have you seen it? Oh, don't forget to tune in next Friday and every other one for another exciting crappy pasta corner. Oh, we'll see you again in a few months on the big-ass Christmas special. <laughs> Until then, baby dolls, enjoy your spooky coffee break. Iris, get out of the punch bowl. Drink a treat, drink a treat, drink a treat. I got a rock. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.